1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Bizar Supply Chain. This is Nurhadi House. I am speaking now with Dr. Justin Goldstein, professor of project and supply chain management from Penn State University. He is a leading expert on blockchain technology and its inclusion in business enterprises. Thanks so much for joining me, Dr. Justin, and welcome to Bizar Supply Chain. Thank you for having me. All right, so in today's episode, uh, we're going to talk about how the blockchain is disrupting the supply chain industry, but before we get in, can you please brief a bit about yourself and your professional background?
2: Yes, uh, thank you. Um, I am a professor at Penn State University where my research is centered around uh, emerging technologies such as, such as, as blockchain, uh, machine learning, and artificial intelligence. Um, as we are uh, about a week away from the beginning of the semester, Uh, During the summer break, I have been collaborating with a number of institutions across the United States and in Germany in areas such as blockchain and industrial automation, but as it pertains to this discussion, I have been working with one institution in creating their global business uh, with supply chain graduate program where I am wrapping up the development of a capstone course where the researchers will create a thesis or develop a blockchain application based on use cases that they have worked with their organizations on. Now, I will mention that example because blockchain isn't the hype that we have once believed it to be just a year or two ago. Um, It's being developed And it's being implemented within industries around the world. Now, I will also say that we can reflect back on Industry 4.0 and that Industry 4.0 was was announced in Germany in 2011. Mm -hmm. We are almost 10 years into our discussion of Industry 4.0, and we still have yet to achieve that ultimate goal of the smart factory. Right We're getting there, but we aren't there yet. Mm-hmm. And I think that the the same will hold true with blockchain and this development and this acceptance within the industry. but we need pioneers within the discipline, within the supply chain discipline, within the manufacturing um, discipline and industry, so that we can continue to build on this blockchain body of knowledge. All right, so talking about this blockchain, Dr. Justin, uh,
1: can you please elaborate uh, how does the blockchain uh, disrupt the supply chains businesses?
2: I really don't see it as a disruption. I really see it as an enabler to provide the trust that many organizations look for among their business partners throughout their supply chain network. Um, some of the uh, programmers and researchers and analysts refer to the blockchain as a trust machine and given that the blockchain is a, de- a distributed decentralized ledger of transactions where those transactions are visible to everyone with permissions to view that blockchain i think that we will be able to achieve that trust that is, let's be honest that's been lacking within business not just not just supply chain just business in general okay now there are two different flavors of blockchain um, with the permissionless blockchain and you can think of this permissionless blockchain like uh, Bitcoin okay where everyone sees all transactions all of those users are, are anonymous Now you also have a permissioned blockchain and you're going to see more permissioned blockchains within the supply chain industry where you have to have certain credentials to see um, those transactions. Okay. Mm -hmm. So once you are given a key, are granted access. You can review those transactions within the blockchain. And we we have seen a lot of benefits in a number of different industries um, for that. So for example, with food and beverage, right. you know, we're able to see uh, uh, the 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 journey mm-hmm. <laughs> of a product from farm to fork right what? within aerospace and defense we are seeing a lot of value and a lot of benefit in that we can uh, send uh, secured documents secured drawings mm-hmm. you know from the federal government for example to a contract manufacturer yeah and now it's secured and now we have that that security and trust and visibility um, using the blockchain to exchange information.
1: And then uh, what are the technology and capabilities required for taking a, a benefit from this blockchain? Uh, can you please brief uh, on how a business leader shall adopt these things, Dr. Jesse?
2: Okay, so there's, there's, there's two parts to this question here, and I'm going to address the technology uh, technology aspect first. and that there a there are a number of blockchain frameworks out there. Right. Um, there is there's not a one-size-fits-all solution,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but from an enterprise from an enterprise perspective, um, there are two there are two different frameworks. That are gaining popularity. They are gaining development. They are they are being. Uh, you're seeing a number of different use cases using these frameworks, and that is Ethereum. So we have probably heard of Ethereum within the um, cryptocurrency world, and there's also Hyperledger. Now, I'm going. Before the sake of time, I'm going to first focus on this on the Hyperledger. And the Hyperledger was created in 2016 uh, by the Linux Foundation, and there are actually a few flavors of the Hyperledger because this framework is open source, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the popular uh, options of Hyperledger is Hyperledger Sawtooth, um, which was developed by Intel right so with with Intel developing this this offering, it has a lot of support. It's going to be a move forward plan because that's another thing that leaders have to look at when they're going to select a particular platform of is this gonna be supported is it here to stay right yeah so so. Another uh, flavor of Hyperledger that is probably the most popular within industry um, because well hyperledger itself uh can 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 support permissioned and permissionless mm-hmm. um, um, blockchains. Right. Now Hyperledger Fabric is probably the most popular at this point in time. Um, the Hyperledger Fabric is the 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 it fa- is the one that I use within my blockchain development course. It is the it is the uh, the framework that I use for the blockchain capstone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the Hyperledger Fabric was created by IBM. So again. It's going to have a lot of support. It's going to have a move forward plan. It's going to be continuing to develop and improved upon. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So Hyperledger Fabric would be one to look at for organizations uh, as well as Ethereum. Uh, But there's an, again, there's a number of others. I'm just going to, to, I'm just calling out those that are, um, being used, being adopted, being developed uh, at this point in time. If we look a year from now, there are going to be about five or six more. Mm-hmm. You know, but at, at at this given point in time, Ethereum and Hyperledger are are two are two of the most popular. Right. Um, to address your second question on how business leaders adopt these changes, um, just as with just as with any digital transformation within an organization, right? Let's just take an ERP application. For example, Mm -hmm. you have to get leadership buy-in. You have to get um, buy-in from your, from your employees. You have to have a organizational change strategy in place for it to successfully be implemented and accepted. Now, whenever I was consulting within the ERP space, you know, I would tell the customers, this is a million dollar, this is a million dollar piece of code. Mm-hmm. That's all it is without acceptance and adoption. You just have a million dollar piece of code sitting on, on, on a shelf.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And the same holds true with blockchain in that you have to have acceptance in that. That is kind of that, that, people that that's that people you know that people process and technology right what we talk about that people aspect in my opinion is most important of the three and that's what we need in in successfully implementing a technology such as blockchain Mm -hmm. all
1: right awesome okay um in the recent era where the supply chain faces a complex challenges what are the big key priority when implementing a blockchain?
2: I think the, the key priorities is, do these blockchain use cases align with the organization's mission? Okay. Does, it, or does it organize with the organization's vision? And does it align with the organization's business strategy, Mm -hmm. right? You don't have to, again, going back to ERP applications, you don't have to adopt blockchain because it sounds cool. (laughs) (laughs) It's the flavor of the month, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's a large undertaking it's going to take months if not years to adopt it has to because we're so early on into the process it's going to uh, it's going to continue to evolve it's going to continue to develop there's going to have to be uh continuous monitoring
0: mm-hmm. of
2: this solution okay right now because yes we say that the blockchain provides additional security and and the larger your blockchain network gets the more secure it gets but another important piece i forgot to mention is that with digital with with most digital transformations we need you know internal buy in internal acceptance
0: mm-hmm.
2: but with blockchain we're taking it a step further where we have to have buy in and acceptance of our business partners mm-hmm. or it's not going to work we have to build that we have to build that blockchain network for our business partners to participate in so that we can gain consensus in these transactions and that they are indeed correct so that we can so that we can uh, have a transparent trust, trust trustful uh Lack of a better term, <laughs> uh, uh, um, right. blockchain blockchain network, blockchain environment. Right. So I think that 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 priority you have to get that buy in from 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 your from your business partners, your external supply chain. Now that, that's one thing I forgot to mention. That's that's very important. Yeah. Interesting. All right.
1: Cool. So uh, this is my last question. Today, uh, Doctor Justin, before we close our podcast, uh, do you have any key takes away from our discussion?
2: I think that the the key takeaways from this discussion is that this this discipline is, or this this technology is developing it's changing it's evolving as quickly as you know the artificial intelligence that we that we that we hear about uh-huh. uh, whenever I had I performed a number of TED talks on on blockchain uh, you can see those if you type in Justin Goston on ted. com. Um, And and one of the examples that I talked about at the Rochester Institute of Technology is how Walmart was able to recall a batch of mangoes in a matter of seconds Mm -hmm. that traditionally took them days to do, Mm -hmm. right? Now, the future state vision of that is to take that data and Walmart to create an application so that users will be alerted using their Walmart app of which stores were impacted by that recall, Mm -hmm. right? That could be a permissionless blockchain, right? Now we could also do a permissioned blockchain where the users would enter their information. They could participate in Walmart's uh, blockchain network and they could be alerted. The the individual could be alerted Mm -hmm. to say, you purchased this particular lot Mm -hmm. of mangoes from this Walmart store and it's being recalled. Mm -hmm. So that's the that's the power of the blockchain. That's two different flavors of the blockchain. And there are a number of different use cases like that that will continue to emerge uh, within the industry. Like I said, I talked about I talked about a lot of things. So for example, I talked about smart contracts during my TED talks. You know, those examples I talked about are becoming obsolete. And that's just a year ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Because with the with the introduction of artificial intelligence and machine learning, we're now moving to intelligent contracts where that we have these agreed we have these agreed upon contracts where now we can use predictive analytics to predict when a particular item needs to be purchased because we have that agreement with our supplier that intelligent contract automatically performs that transaction it pushes that purchase order to our ERP system. That be, that 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 that, that um, AP invoice is paid immediately, yeah. and that can that can eventually eliminate payment terms. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's just again, that's just two out of dozens of use cases for blockchain, with specifically within the supply chain industry. Right.
1: Okay, cool. So thank you so much for taking time today, Dr. Jasin. Um, I look forward to uh, speaking with you at another time. Take care and goodbye. All right. Thank you.
0: At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation and improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like and share Bichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.bicharasupplychain.com Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.